welcome to Noah's Window. If you were here with me earlier this week, I was sharing with you how that I'm working on a series on spiritual warfare for later this year. We've done Worlds of Warfare 1 uh, in the summer of 2020, and then we just are coming out of the series Worlds of Warfare 2 Behind Enemy Lines. But I've been really intrigued as I've studied spiritual warfare about the weapons that we have. The Bible tells us the weapons of our warfare are not human, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And I've been really driven to study more about this because to be honest with you, I'm not sure too many strongholds of the devil are coming down today. And it makes me be concerned that perhaps those of us who are Christ followers have weapons that we're not using. So for me, I wanted to go to the word of God and seek the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to know what are the weapons. And some of the weapons as I've shared are pretty obvious. We know that prayer, obeyed scripture, fasting, uh, those are those are weapons that we know about. But I've asked God to show me what are weapons that I might not have seen before. And I think it was yesterday on those one day I talked about the weapon of the love of Christ, how that that is a weapon that does damage to Satan. And always remember this, since our enemies are not human, the question is, what do we have that does damage to Satan and his demons? Uh, so often we wind up realizing that we are against Satan and his forces, but then we use weapons that don't cause him any damage at all. In fact, sometimes I hear Christians using anger and sarcasm and and um, rage, um, and Satan's got to love that because we've actually used a weapon that didn't do any damage to him, but it does damage to people. So today I want to talk to you about another one of these weapons that the Holy Spirit has shown me, but I'm going to need to go to the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 and the beginning of chapter 4. This has nothing to do with my topic today, except I would just point out scripture is inspired. I believe every word is inspired by God, but the chapter numbers were put in there about a thousand years later to help us navigate the text. Sometimes chapter breaks come in a good place, but sometimes they come in a really bad place and they cut a thought in half. And that's why I've got to go to the last verse of chapter three and the first verse of chapter four. Let's pick this up. Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God and all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. That's how things work in heaven. So then, chapter four, verse one, since Christ suffered, since, we went, since he went through difficult things, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer or go through hard things too. Now, what the Holy Spirit showed me as I was studying for this series is it's a really interesting expression. You must arm yourselves with the same attitude that Jesus had. I have to be honest, I've never really thought about having Jesus' attitude in the same context of being armed. And yet, the word, the verb arm there for arm yourselves is the Greek word that means weaponize. So in effect, the Bible says you must weaponize yourself with the same attitude Jesus had. I've been really intrigued by this because I wanna do damage to Satan. I wanna do damage to his demons. It strikes me that one of the things he fears the most is a Christ follower, a daughter of God, a son of God, who will use against Satan the same attitude that Jesus had. Now, let's talk about attitudes for just a moment. Because um, to me, as I study this subject, attitudes are like filters. Uh, 
you know, you can put a filter on a, on a camera and it augments or changes the actual image. The facts are the same for all of us. Attitudes are the filters through which we see the facts. You know, there, there are filters that will distort the image. You know, we, 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 we laugh about those. You know, we see images that have been photographed or, or uh, videoed through a filter that distorts the image. And sometimes that's a, that's a source of humor. But I really do believe a lot of times that a lot of us look at facts, but we look at those facts through a filter that distorts the facts. So the Bible tells us this, if we're going to do spiritual warfare, we have to arm ourselves, weaponize ourselves with the attitude that Jesus had. Now, I'm not gonna go there today, but if you're interested in looking more fully at this, you can go to the book of Philippians chapter two, which the Bible talks about Jesus' attitude and how that we should have the same attitude. He was not full of himself and he, he didn't demand his own way. He didn't push people around. And he actually didn't even take the position that he deserved. He humbled himself. And of course, every time Satan tried to come against Jesus and exploit Jesus' human feelings, Jesus had this attitude that overwhelmed him. So. Today, let's think about our attitudes. The facts are not gonna change. You know, you and I are gonna see facts every day of our lives that are painful, difficult, and there's no doubt about it, Satan's at work. But to have the attitude of Christ is a weapon that causes Satan to run. So by the grace of God today, let's work on that. Remember, that, remember this, attitudes are filters through which we look at the facts. And if I choose to look at the facts through the promises of God, if I look at the facts through the goodness of God, then it does great harm to Satan. We need that today. Well, let me pray for you. Father God, thank you for this scripture that you've shown us in your word, how that the attitude of Jesus is actually a weapon that causes great fear in Satan and his demons. Help us to have that attitude of Jesus today. Help us not to get into a situation in which the facts get distorted because we have the wrong attitude. I pray you'll help us to see things as they are through the filter of the word of God and the promises of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So thanks for joining us today for Noah's Window. My prayer is that God will use these little times that we have together in the scriptures to strengthen you in your life and your walk with Christ. See you tomorrow.